No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates croc-related crimes. Mm. Griff, <laughs> it's summer. Do you have a new pair of Crocs you're sporting these days? I was just looking. <laughs> That's funny you ask. I was just on the Crocs website and I might invest in these platform like Croc sandals that are like kind of a, they look like expensive black. I don't know how to describe them. I'll post it to the Instagram this episode and I'll, I'll maybe poll people yes or no and then also ask them. Platform Croc sandals. Yep. yep. That's the best description. Hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? You know, if I were to quote my good friend Griff, who once said, <gasps> Crocs are function over fashion. Methinks you're tr- edging into fashion territory with that one. But you know me, I do like edging. We've talked about that too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, moms. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Hi, Kira. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> What's new with you? Uh, yeah, summer's here, which means a big day for you is nearing just around the river bend. You know, it's really wild how sometimes you're like, I'm not stressed about this. I'm having a blast. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, actually, I think I'm under duress. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. No, life is good. Going to Miami for my bachelorette next weekend. Oh, Very excited. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so fun. And the weather's going to Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm not allowed to talk about weather. It's going to be it's going to be great. There's going to be great food. <laughs> yeah. But you're like kind of a beach woman. We've talked about this. You just burn like a yeah. like a crisp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I once said on this podcast that I have the disposition of a baked potato. That's that's the quote. That's the quote, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but no, I love the beach. We're going on a boat. We're going paddleboarding. I love water sports. <laughs> on another podcast, I would run with that joke. all right well uh speaking of shall we get into today's crime that i'm presenting to you let's do it i don't know a thing about it you don't know a thing about this i thought about doing a crime involving a drug dealer but i'm instead going to be saving that for our patreon this month so if you haven't listened to our or subscribed to our patreon your choice but this month's episode's really good it's very also, like if you're not a if you're like not a Patreon person and you're kind of like, what is this? It's really, really easy. Like you just go to the link and you just sign up and you it, you should try it. Totally. If you want. Yep. And uh, further emphasizing that it just it helps our uh, producers not go bankrupt. Kill us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so your choice. But like, <laughs> yeah, your choice. <clears throat> I'll begin. This crime was sent to us by Jenna. And so so the the next Patreon we're recording is going to be about, about a drug deal, just to prepare myself? Yes, this month's Patreon will be a, uh, no, not a drug deal, um, <laughs> not like an ongoing drug deal, but it, it has, uh, it involves a drug dealer. But it's petty. It's okay. it's not like, we again, we don't, we don't cover anything serious or actually legal. It's a, it's um, the social etiquette behind a drug dealer. Great. Yeah. So you can understand why it's going to be on Patreon. Yep. All right. <clears throat> This crime submitted by Jenna occurred in summer 2021. Those involved Jenna and Jim. Mm-hmm. Names have been changed. I'll begin. Hi, Griffin Kira. I just spent two weeks binging every episode of the show and no pressure, 
but I do hope that you're still putting out new episodes when we're all old and gray, or maybe naturally bald in Griff's case. <laughs> and I'm just going to pause things very quickly right there and clarify that I am bald, really shaved by choice, not naturally. Prove it. <laughs> I will prove it. Prove Actually, it. <laughs> this episode, I will post a picture of what it would look like with my hair grown out. <laughs> I've got them from high school and I still have the follicles, baby. Got it. Got it. Prove it. <laughs> I knew you were going to pause there. Oh, please. I mean, I have to defend myself. Not, <laughs> there's no shame against people that are naturally or, you know, unavoidably bald. But yeah, I don't know. Got it. Okay. On to the story, which she says. <laughs> okay. On to the story, which is a long story. Sorry, she says. Not that long. But the players here are me and a guy I'll call Jim. Yep. This happened about two years ago during the summer of 2021. I forgot this is 2023. Um, and ended up being sort of the straw that broke my will to date back. Oh. Yes. I matched with Jim on a dating app. Curious okay. what app that is, Kira? No, I don't give a hoot. Too bad. The dating app, <laughs> <laughs> the dating app I met Jim on was called Field. Which <gasps> Shut up. Do you know I that? just learned. Oh, sorry. I can see a memo on Zoom telling me to reduce my noise. Um, <laughs> Are you being murdered, I, it said. I just learned about Field the other day. So I actually, for once, know something about this. Oh, my God. Well, aren't you glad that I uh, that I included it? And she'll just, <laughs> <laughs> just for those who are unfamiliar, and she says, for which for anyone who doesn't know, was originally geared, geared towards couples looking for thirds and vice versa. You oh. might, so I probably, it's probably evolved since you've learned about it, but you might remember it as Thinder. She spells it three N-D-E-R, Thinder, Thrinder, before, before Tinder sued the creators. <laughs> Damn. Since then, it's sort of evolved into a broader dating app, blah, blah, blah. And I think of it as Tinder, but explicitly horny. Yes. Got it. It's How like you- sex, sex positive, sex forward. My friend was telling me that she's on it and that she just like enjoys the fact that people are able to like say what they're into. Mm-hmm. Like she's straight. And I think she's enjoying the fact that it's like as a straight person, you can be a little bit more forward about stuff that maybe is more taboo on like Tinder or something. Yeah. You're, you're speaking on behalf of your friend, right, Gira? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I'm stepping outside my engagement to be on the (laughs) looking for a third dating app. You just love the kink. Yeah. And she says it's for for casual and or non-vanilla sex. Cool. We've covered it. Mm -hmm. When we first started chatting, we both made it clear that we were mostly looking for something casual, but we're open to something more serious if the right person came along. Got it. After a few days of messaging, we decided to meet up for drinks. It was definitely one of the better first dates I'd had. We had great Uh chemistry, no weird lulls in conversation, a lot in common, and a good end-of-date kiss, etc. Boom. The following week, we grabbed dinner in my neighborhood. After that, we went back to my place, hooked up, and he headed home because he had an early start at work the next day. Okay. And And for what it's worth, this wasn't a problem for me, him leaving, because I don't like sharing a bed for anything other than sex. Oh. Mm -hmm. Couldn't be me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean i i hear you i hear you uh jenna i hopefully will learn to maybe enjoy someone in my bed but because i'm not used to it it really throws off my sleep truly and we already know how a feels about 
when there's not only a human in his bed, but also a dog. Oh, yeah, honey. There's no dogs in my bed because I don't accept that. Mm -hmm. Work. <laughs> Cats, maybe. <clears throat> I was feeling pretty good about everything. We had great sexual chemistry, too. Although I might have been a little biased because it had been about two years since the last time I'd had sex. Oh, damn. And even a bowl of plain oatmeal tastes amazing if you're hungry enough. That's, I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I am obsessed with this person. I love this story. Right? Yeah, I thought you would. We were getting along really well. And while I was trying not to get ahead of myself, it felt like it might turn into something legit. Nice. Now, a few days later for our third date, we went to see a comedy show. Kira, as a professional clown, what are your thoughts on dates in general at comedy shows? I think dates at comedy shows are a great idea mm -hmm. because sense of humor is so integral to a happy relationship. And also the freaks come out at comedy <laughs> shows. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself sitting beside a man, because uh, it's always a man, <laughs> and they start like heckling female comedians, great. You know everything you need to know. Oh. Get out of Dodge. You know what I'm saying? Totally. So, I know, like people do when people act nuts at comedy shows because it just some it can bring something out of people. You can learn a lot. You can have a blast. You can see if they're laughing, if they're not laughing, if they're an easy laugher, if they're like you just kind of learn a lot. Are you vibing in that way? I totally agree. I don't think I don't think I would enjoy it as a first date, mostly because I do want to your watch like same with a movie. I love movies, but like I want to talk with the person. Oh, yeah. It's not enough conversation for a first date. Correct. But yeah, you're right. And that's. Well said. I'm glad I asked you. We decided to go back to my place after the show. And since he'd driven, we began to walk to his car. After a minute, he stopped me and he said he had to tell me something. Okay. Naturally, my hackles went up. And as it turned out, she says, for good reason. Sorry, I guess I'm not familiar with the phrase hackles went up. It, you know, like when a dog gets scared or like aggressive, the hair on its the back oh. of its neck stands up. Yes. Okay, got it. Yeah, uh, it's very common in the animal kingdom. <clears throat> Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. He told me that he had a three-year-old son. Oh. Mm -hmm. This was quite a shock to me because I'm child-free and had made a point to tell him that on our first date. This oh, okay. Mm -hmm. What are you feeling right now? I don't know if it's relevant, but I still want to ask, so I'm going to. Okay. Uh, did we know how old Jenna and Jim both are? They didn't specify beforehand, but I do think she covers it moving forward. Okay. Can you tell me now? Uh, 30s. 30s. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. They're, they're on a third date, and he's letting her know that he has a kid. I... So far, I'm like, seems like reasonable timing to me. He didn't want to say it on the first date. He's saying it on the third. We're not too far in. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm kind of cool with it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did, <laughs> I did pilot this. I previewed this story with my coworkers last night after we clocked out and uh -huh. two, two straight men. And it, it, it was a really interesting conversation. So let's get through the crime and we'll talk. Cause I wonder if they seem to have the same mentality you do than I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is going to be a doozy. Um, the surprise quickly turned to annoyance once I realized that he was telling me this now 
because he knew that I would see his kid's car seat in the backseat of his car. Oh. So a little situational, she's saying. Boo, I get it. He explained that the mother had been a one-night stand and had primary custody and lived with their son about two hours away. Okay. He spent one or two weekends a month with the son. Now, this was one of the first dates I'd gone on since COVID. And on the last date I went on before lockdown, the guy waited until halfway through the date to tell me that he had an eight-year-old. So it's entirely possible that essentially being, she says, kid-fished twice in a row influenced my feelings about it. Kid-fished. Kid-fished. That was the title of the email, by the way. Mm. Although she, in parentheses, says, said, I don't know if I will use that or we should use that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll workshop it. <clears throat> I told Jim that I wasn't happy about him not telling me about this before, but that we could keep seeing each other casually and that it would never become anything serious because I wasn't trying to be anyone's stepmom or, in quotes, dad's girlfriend. He, oh. said, he, he said he understood and, went back to, and we went back to my place. And in parentheses, to be honest, normally I would have just gone home alone, but I didn't want to spend an hour on the train. And even though I was annoyed, I did still want to have sex, LOL. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Yep. They have good sexual chemistry. Don't don't starve yourself, girl. Don't eat that oatmeal. <laughs> he ended up staying over that time, which just reaffirmed my distaste of sleeping next to another person. And he left in the morning. I spent the day sort of thinking the whole situation over and decided it would actually be a mistake to keep seeing each other because I had started to really like him. And if we continued to date, even casually, I would probably just end up liking him more. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I have thoughts on that. I texted him to say just that and reiterated that I was also upset that he waited to tell me about his kid. He apologized and said dating as a father was new to him and he was still trying to figure out how to navigate everything and that he didn't expect. Yeah, he has a three-year-old and he's coming out of COVID. Like he's literally brand new to this. Yeah, very good point. And that he didn't expect us to hit it off the way that we had. Oh, reading this out loud is kind of like, like yeah, skewing, skewing things for me. I told him that was fair, but most people would want to know about the kid up front and that if I had known, I could have managed my expectations better, which very quickly I also understand. So we have some things to talk about. He never responded to this last message of mine. And that was that to close things off, she says. And just because I usually get asked why I'm child free, I don't hate kids but I have no interest in spending my free time with them or being responsible for one in any way, at least a really young one. If I met someone organically who had an older kid, like a teenager, and we hit it off, then sure, why not? So who's the petty? I think that's fair. I love how honest this person is being with themselves. Me too. That really stuck out to me when I read this. And it's something that I, I mean, I I haven't had an instance like this, but it is something that I'm going through as I am new to the dating pool because I really know myself. I kind of period. Like I know myself. And so it, it's a, it's a double-edged sword because I'm, I'm, I try to be flexible, but because I've spent time on kind of my foundations, it's harder to be flexible in some areas. And this is an area for her. So she says, so who's the petty criminal here? Should I have known to ask up front if Jim had a kid since by then I was at an age where it's reasonable that someone in my dating age range would have one, which is why I said like mid thirties, maybe early forties. Yeah. Uh, Should I have not expected anything real to come from field in the first place? (laughs) Uh, Should Jim have mentioned his son before we even met in person? And are we both at fault for not mentioning our stance on kids right in our dating profiles? 
XOXO Jenna. Okay. Yeah. We have a, I mean, yeah. Quick thoughts. What are your thoughts right now? Um, I am ready to like tick through the verdict questions and sort of like expound. Cause I have thoughts. Yeah, me too. Um, and, and I would also say like, this is another, this is a good time to just say, this is a friggin' opinions podcast. Yes. I don't, I don't know shit about shit. So like, you'll hear some opinions from me about this and you might super disagree with them. And I bet your opinions are more right than mine. If opinions can even be right or wrong. Because exactly. I, I don't even, I, I, I'm going to talk out of my ass about this, but I do have thoughts. I echo that entire statement. I have, <laughs> I have opinions. I already tested them last night. This was obviously written into us from her perspective, and she has yeah. opinions on the matter or else this crime wouldn't have happened. So yeah, everyone keep that in mind. We want to hear everyone's thoughts and feel free to disagree. Feel free to agree. I genuinely want to hear what people think. But yeah, remember, this is a fun little podcast. <laughs> All right. I'd, unlike last crime that you presented, I only have three verdict questions, but they're okay. gir- they're girthy. Got it. To stay on brand with Field. We'll start with this one. Is Jim guilty for waiting until date number two to tell Jenna about his kid? I think it was date number three. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good listener. Okay. Uh, yes. No, he's not. And I'll give you a couple reasons. Okay. They met on field, which (laughs) if I am understanding the context of this app from the way my friend introduced it to me, it is super casual and mostly about hooking up. This guy sees his kid one or two weekends a month. He is not on Christian Mingle. (laughs) Like he's not on a marriage app Mm -hmm. withholding the fact that he has a child. Mm -hmm. He is on a hookup app and he mentioned it on the third date. Mm-hmm. I think that is so within normal bounds. And, yeah. and like, you know, I'm thinking of the context of watching The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It feels like usually the one or two girls or guys they include who are moms or dads, they usually mention it around the third date. Interesting. That's a really good comparison. I have, I have seen a little of The Bachelor and you're totally right. Like there is it a lot. It doesn't come out right away. It's well, like a little, and they're like, I have something to tell you. Yes, because on one end, it is, I mean, as we've seen play out on date three or after date three, it's a piece of information that will scare certain people off. And, yes. it, and it leaves the parent no opportunity to test out chemistry with people that would otherwise flee from seeing that right off the bat. And this is a great example of that. Jenna and Jim had great sexual chemistry, conversationally. Things were going really well. It's just this one piece of information was the, the deal breaker. No. And so on one end, I'm like, it just str- in the strategy of dating and finding your best possible match, it doesn't always behoove you to lead with a piece of information like this. But I will say very quickly, and to your point about them using field, in my experience with kink, you, we, we've talked about this. Communication is generally something that these types of people lead with because you have to get on the same page with whether or not you like, uh, like water sports or spanking or blah, blah, blah. And so with everything I just said, I do find it nonetheless fascinating that he did choose to with, withhold this. Because if any platform, if any dating platform, this would be the one to be like kind of transparent. Pun gotcha. intended. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. So verdict question number two. Is Jenna guilty for cutting things off soon after she found out? No. 
Mm-hmm. She's not guilty for it, but I'm not sure I would have done the same thing if I was her. What do you think you would have done? As an opinion. This is an opinion piece. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have kept seeing him. You're having the first hookup that you've had in a couple years and you're really enjoying it and you are had a great first date with this guy. Like, he doesn't have primary custody. It's probably not even going to impact your dating life with him that much for a year or more. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're not crazy about kids, but, like, it's really not even a big part of his life. Like, he's not asked. I don't know. I'm like, I feel like they might have had a little more runway. Yeah. I feel that. I think, no, I, I totally feel that. I'm in the process of realizing that when I date someone or meet someone or I'm testing things out, it's unrealistic to expect my laundry list of what I want from someone to be fully met in, by a person from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I've, I've really had to calibrate away from looking for that perfection in this pursuit because I, I kind of apply that mentality with a lot of other things that I do and it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so Jenna, if <laughs> I feel like Dr. Phil or Oprah, like if if a child, if Jim having a child is absolutely a deal breaker, so be it. Like you are completely innocent for choosing to stand by something you don't want. 100%. From my perspective and what I'm trying to do in my dating life right now is I'm trying not to get scared off too quickly and I'm trying not to put up walls too quickly, especially mm. if I, outside of that piece of information, if I'm very much sexually and emotionally connecting with someone, for me, I would, I'm willing to at least, like you said, Kira, work through or test this, this little uh, nuance, little nuance. I'm calling a kid a little nuance, but like this nuance out for the sake of how difficult it is to find sexual and emotional compatibility. So I yeah. wouldn't toss it out as quickly, but that's just what I have learned <laughs> at 30. <laughs> yeah. It's also interesting, like the situation by which he became a parent. Mm-hmm. He was, wasn't super intentional on his end. So he might actually have sort of generally the same kind of feelings about kids that you do. Mm-hmm. It's more like this is a situation that he's doing his best to navigate. I don't know. It's just interesting. Totally. And she won't like, unless you, unless you like calm yourself down a little and like, at least after date four, like spend date four talking about these questions and ask, sure. like, get the actual like facts and where he is on the situation. Like you said, and then, and that, I mean, what's one more date? Yeah. I just, I'm trying not to be as scared emotionally in this pursuit. And I think it's been, for me, helpful. I mm. will say I've not encountered, no, I have. I actually just went on a date with a guy who has an ex-wife. He has a kid. He has an ex-gay partner. He has a lot of, not, to, I mean, baggage. And I don't want to say that word kind of maliciously, but if I were to move forward th- with things with him, it would be not as easy as someone who's kind of at the same life stage as I am. But yeah. I am seeing him again because I want to, I'm curious. Great. And that's taken a lot for me. Good for you. Thanks. All right. Final question. Are Jim and Jenna guilty for not including this information on their dating profiles? No. Both of them? So like Jenna not, not saying, not interested in kids and Jim saying, I've got one. I don't think they're guilty for it, but it sounds like Jenna doesn't want to be kid fished again. <laughs> so maybe she might want to lead with it. Like yeah. not interested in like, like forming a connection mm-hmm. with somebody who has kids. Like, yeah, I don't know. She might, it sounds like that's a big deal for her. So she might want to, but yeah, it's not, I don't. Yeah. Totally. 
Yeah. And then on Jim's end, like, I, I don't really know. Like, it, I, I, I think that's tough. I know someone personally who has a similar situation. You know, a one night stand led to a kid because he believed that it was the woman's choice what to do in that situation. And it's left things very complicated for him. So, in Jim's, from Jim's perspective, I don't know. Like, A, protect the kid and B, I guess, figure out how to find someone authentic without. I don't know. Scaring people off is scary. That's why dating is so fucking complicated. So I'm, I'm torn. Mm, yeah. yeah no. Everyone. Everybody's doing their best. Yeah. Ever truly. And listeners, I am desperate to hear people's thoughts because this is, this is complicated. So if yeah. you've been in a situation, you know, someone, even if you've not like, what are your opinions? This is, this is our first opinion piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've never had opinions before. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening. I thought that was I thought that was so fascinating and I'm glad this I'm glad we did this one. Yeah, totally. I am, you know, there's there's simply no time, but I there I am having a little tickle in my brain around like this thing where she really doesn't want to share a bed with anybody. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, I I connect with her on that. I'm just it's just interesting because it sounds like she's looking for something cash. Mm-hmm. I think that's her prerogative and I think that's great. I am curious how that will rear its head down the line. Totally. I, I'm I'm in the same boat or in the same bed, really. Like, I don't like it, but I would assume that once I find that right person, whether it's Jim or whether it's someone else, I, I will learn to enjoy that to a point where it's like sleeping without them would be un- as uncomfortable as where I am now sleeping with them. But yeah, I, I, mean, I unlike a lot of my friends, don't have experience like that. You've been in long-term relationships for a while. Like, I don't I don't know what that's like. So it's, it's it's jarring. I think I mean yeah we'll 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 see because I know <laughs> I I know like a a long meaningful relationship is in your future like I it'll be interesting because you do get to a point where like I I sleep so poorly if I'm not with Alex yeah and it's, it's also freaky. like if a long meaningful I just heard drag queens on the last episode of All Stars talk about this like if long relationship is not in your future. It is what it is. Like, uh, enjoy your bed by yourself. Heed Kira's advice. Maybe get a, like ten cats to sleep with instead. <laughs> you know, everyone figure out what works for you, crime included, and and uh, stick to it. But also, don't be afraid to be flexible. Yeah, especially when you're on field. Flexibility is definitely a kink. <laughs> Thanks, Kira. <laughs> Thanks, Griff. Good one. Attention, petty criminals, sponsor alert. We are once again teaming up with Hello Adorn for all of your jewelry needs. Woohoo! Summer is officially here, and we're giving you looks that you can put on, you can leave on, you can swim in, sweat in, whatever you want to do in it. Hello Adorn's jewelry is designed and handmade in the U.S. using high-quality materials that are meant to last, never plated, hypoallergenic, and life-proof. Hello Adorn has fast shipping, easy 30-day returns and exchanges, and free shipping on orders over 75 bucks. We are big Hello Adorn fans. Shop helloadorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's helloadorn.com slash petty. Look great, stay petty. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hello Adorn presents Jewelry and Stuff. In this podcast, hosts and insiders Lo and Rich talk jewelry and basically everything else. From behind the scenes in the Hello Adorn studio, they get into the how the jewelry is inspired and made, as well as all of the in-studio drama. Plus, they're joined by guests they're obsessed with, including me. They laugh, they cry, and they learn. Sometimes. 
Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, time for a little criminal or minimal. I'm pulling these from our inbox. Petty crimes podcast at gmail.com. Did I say that right? Yeah, I know. Our, our Instagram and our Gmail is different, so we always kind of flip-flop. But no, you you crushed that. Woo. Okay. As a teenager, opening <laughs> birthday presents in front of a group of family and not having any reaction or saying anything or <laughs> showing anyone what you got. And then she writes, that's my whole email. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> So criminal e- or minimal her emails like the the present situation i love the uh i love the symbiosis of it um <laughs> minimal and kooky mm-hmm. you, you're just being a teen totally and the yeah it's like we talked about this with actually two weeks ago's episode when we were talking about gifts and like when i get something i don't i'm not really interested i don't want to have to be like oh my god yay thank you like there's such like fanfare around it it's just like i don't know I don't know. <laughs> Kira's staring and hard blinking at me. Well, you're not a teenager, Griff. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Criminal or minimal? Oh, this one I wrote myself. Okay. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> no, no, it's not about you, Kira. It's not about you. <laughs> Criminal or minimal? Telling. <laughs> Trust me, this is not about you. Telling a friend that you just saw their doppelganger and when they ask you, were they hotter than me? You lie to them and tell them no. <laughs> um, minimal. Protect your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Protect their confidence. But you know what is so criminal? When somebody goes, I just saw your doppelganger and then they show you a picture <laughs> oh, and the no. person... Looks like a hunk of clay. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. Do you have a problem with me? <laughs> yeah, that is that is funny when that happens. <laughs> oh, like, okay, criminal or minimal? Speeding up, then slowing down, then speeding up again while driving. So the guy who's driving like an asshole can't drive around you. P.S. I'm in Southern California and I do this on the 405 all the time. Oh, God. Hi. Criminal nice, or minimal? Nice to meet you. I'm the guy behind you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was just on the drive to the studio today. I ceased to, I, I continue to marvel at how awful drivers are here. And I'm curious if it's like common in other cities, but I think LA is particularly bad. I'm going to say, oh, uh, I'm going to say criminal. And here's why. Yeah. You have to like, d- don't lean into their antics. Don't become offensive. Defend yourself because doing that and retaliating against that, I respect emotionally because it's like, fuck this guy. But you're all you're doing is opening up danger to your car and your being. So just like get out of the lane, get out of their way and let them be shitty driver on their own accord. That's the Boom. only reason why I say criminal because it's not worth it's not worth engaging in. Just get out of the way. Boom. Yeah, I totally agree. Cool. Criminal or minimal? Is this our last one? This is our last one. I know you're exhausted. No. Criminal or minimal? Oh, no. This one is this one is good for you because I know that you do this for a fact. Criminal or minimal? Giving your dog a kiss with your tongue. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Criminal or is minimal? That really, is that really the question? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Kira's like, well, I do have thoughts. It's situational, but... <laughs> no, Criminal or Minimal, submitted by Glendora. An Uber driver stopping for food during a w- ride. I.e., they left me and mother a car to get food. <laughs> oh, yeah, criminal. <laughs> but I guess... <laughs> See? Give it, a, just give it a beat, everyone, and Kira will marinate. <laughs> It's criminal, but also I've definitely been in an Uber like when I was like younger and been like, can we go through the drive through at McDonald's? And the Uber driver was like, sure, which was an incredible gift. So I guess if they're going to be lenient and cool about that, maybe them running into a Panera and grabbing their sandwich isn't a huge deal. I don't know. Got it. And I, I've, I've been there, too. It's like after nights out at BC, it's like, and I'll get you whatever you want at McDonald's, right? As like a yep. as a consolation. OK, cool. Yeah. Cute. Yay. I liked today's episode. Thanks, Jenna, for submitting it. Yeah, thank you, Jenna. And I feel like our listeners are going to go out into the world with a lot to think about. So uh, again, reach out to us on Instagram. Yeah, and let us know your thoughts. And thanks once again for listening and being there. And get the hell out of here. Stay petty. Bye. Get ready to dive into the world of the juiciest rivalries out there with my new show, Fierce Rivalries. I'm Delta Work, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kelsey Padgett. We'll take you from heated battles over trivial things to bizarre fights that span generations, uncovering the petty and dramatic sides of people who will stop at nothing to beat their opponents. From something else in Sony Music Entertainment, listen to Fierce Rivalries on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.